Welcome to this episode of Mind Body Gym. And on this episode, we're going to hear from a gym who's a mamapreneur, my sister Chanel Redmond, the co-owner of Replenish Spa Co-op here in Columbus, Ohio. Chanel's going to talk forgiveness, forgiveness for herself and forgiveness of others. She's also going to share a letter from someone special and that um, wanted to make sure that she apologized to um, a city where she, um, wow, I just can't even finish. I'm going to just ask you to stay tuned. Plug in your headphones, turn up your volume, because this is real. This is right here. Play close attention. So, Chanel, thank you, first of all, for joining me today. Um, I know you have a busy schedule being a mama panor <laughs> and um, running this beautiful spa that allows everybody else to come and uh, release and relax and to replenish. Mm-hmm. And um, you have a full load, but in your background you have yoga that has allowed you to create space for yourself. And just give me a little bit more about how that came about and how you even use it today and how you got started. Yes. Uh, so, yes, uh, we are sitting in Replenish the Spot Co-op. Um, we've been in business for eight years, um, and it has been a journey uh, for myself uh, and my co-partner, my sister. Um, we have... Yeah, been at this for eight years, and it's been a journey for us, truly, um, trying to not find ourselves, but when you're in business, you're it's a discovery of yourself along the way. Um, so yeah, I came to yoga probably like 15 years ago. Um, actually, it's longer than that. <laughs> Hold on, I'm doing the math. Okay. <laughs> I turned 40 this year, which is a big, yeah, sort of a big yeah. birthday. <laughs> um, and I came to yoga at 24, so whatever that math is. Yeah. Um, but that's when I did my yoga teacher training. And it came to me in a spot in my life where I really needed uh, support. Um, I didn't realize that I was going to fall into yoga the way I did, but I, um, I w- you know, just had a really big emotional situation, um, I had an abortion, basically, and um, I didn't realize the emotional effects that it would have on me when I when I did that, um, and at the same time, I was also um, just looking for something, just looking for myself, basically, and, um, and so I started taking yoga. I've always been connected to my body. I was a dancer growing up, and just kind of lost touch with that connection, um, Going, you know, going to college, I went to Ohio State and was a science head, um, so I was using a lot of my left brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of lost that creativity a little bit, and so just looking for classes to take, I um, started a yoga class, or tried a yoga class, and fell in love because it was like dancing to me. It was like this flow, this connection, this movement, um, and I don't know, every time I went, it was just like I had these openings in my body that it was just like I places where I couldn't feel I would feel again and I would just feel alive and so um, 
So is that what you would say would be that mind-body connection that, yeah. that allowed you to, because you, you said you were mostly left brain. Yeah. And now you're able to take the science that you had and move it through your body in such a way. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I think I was more creative growing up. You know, the dance definitely helped. Yeah. And then I just kind of lost touch with that. And so it was like remembering. Every time I would come back to the class, it was like, oh, yes, this I'm also this way, you know, like, um, I don't know, moving, anything with movement with me and my body um, helps me to feel expressive, um, it helps me to, um, I don't know, I tend to get stuck in places in my body. Okay. Um, whenever there's, like, stress or, you know, the, the, thing, the connection with my body is the first to go. Um, I know that now as, like, an almost 40-year-old, that that's the first thing I usually cut off. I don't know if it's because it's too much to feel. But then when that feeling comes back, it's like, oh, I remember. And so um, it was very healing for me to go to yoga over and over again. So I, I wanted to create that experience for other people. Um, I mean, I remember going to a class one time where I literally felt like my heart was opening. Like, my heart was open. Like, I could feel the heartbeat. I could feel it. Like, I don't know. We were doing a lot of twists in that class. And it was just like, whoa. It was doing something on a subtle level that I... You know, it's hard to describe, but I wanted to create that experience for other people. So that's why I did a yoga teacher training. And so um, fast forward however many years that is, yeah. about 15 years, um, you know, I'm still at this. And it's funny because my yoga practice looks very different than it did way back then. Yeah. Um, I have three children now. Um, I, you know, am a business owner, and that requires a lot of time and commitment. I've also gone through several surgeries, uh, eye surgeries, where I had to adjust my practice. So it's a slower flow now. It's like um, more intentional. It's listening to what my body needs. Um, and so, yeah. I would sort have to of say like a, that, <laughs> um, back to the open heart thing, I know that there was a time that, you know, I came to one of your classes very raw very emotional and I was just thinking yeah I'm just gonna go and I love Chanel's classes and it happened to be an open heart and <laughs> yoga <laughs> and I was like wow I don't know if I should stay I don't know and then I just thought I'm here and I'm gonna stay and you provided a super safe space for me to open my heart and to continue it to be open and stand for unconditional love. And I just want to let you know that I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, because I was just as raw as a flesh wound, and um, you provided a safe space for me. So if you ever thought that you, you were not, that you are, and that intention that you set to provide that for other people... I'm sure there's lots of others like myself that feel that way. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I think the studio, we call our studio a carriage, actually, uh, the yoga carriage, um, because it's it's a safe space. It's like a place where we nurture, you know, just like a baby in a carriage. You know, you nurture, you feel safe and protected. Um, we're, we're hoping that that's the energy that you feel when you're in our space. And um, also empowering you to to be your own teacher. Right. We call ourselves yoga guides because we're just here to guide you. Yeah. Um, and it's important for you to listen to your own body as you evolve in your practice. Um, but going back to the reason why I um, came to yoga, um, you know, that series of events, you know, having an abortion, I feel like um, 
it was very pivotal um, to connect to my body in that time because most often I feel like we tend to cut our bodies off when we're in a traumatic situation mm-hmm. such as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter what your beliefs are about abortion, um, whatever your choice is, um, for me, I, you know, I, um, at the, in that moment after it happened, I, I judged myself and I felt like I didn't um, make the right decision. And I felt like I, I don't know. So it was a journey of coming back to myself and forgiveness and coming back to a space where, um, you know, we are all doing the best we can with, you know, this thing called life. And we're, you know, making decisions, making choices for our lives along the way. And um, I don't know. It helped me to to overcome all of those uh, judgments, all of that um, shame and guilt, and all the things that I felt. Um, it was stored in my body somewhere. Right. And moving through yoga helped to um, to forgive myself. Yeah, I was going to say that yoga helped you in forgiving yourself and not being so judgmental about a life decision that you had to make. Mm-hmm for the betterment. Now you have three amazing kids, mm-hmm. right? And um, you find it often hard just, you know, we're busy seeking forgiveness from everyone else, but it's just often hard to forgive ourselves. Yeah. So is that, did yoga help you in that practice? Yeah, coming back to it over and over again, it's definitely a lifelong journey. I, mean, I still yeah. have moments, you know, even with my children, you know, and, um, you know, choices that we make now, you know, we don't know it all. None of us do. And, you know, I think that the thing that I do know for sure, you know, as an almost 40 year old person Mm -hmm. is that coming back to myself and creating space where I can hear what I need, what my body needs, what my emotional needs are. Um, and yoga for me has, you know, has created that space, that container for me to come back to something where I can check in. And so when I'm not sure, or, you know, what direction do I move next? You know, what do I need now? I'm creating this space every time I come back to my mat for me to sort of create or discover the answers. You know, even if the answers aren't there, I'm creating space for the answers to come, you know, however they come and to clear out the clutter that's there so that I can hear what the answers are. That's awesome. Because space is is important. And we can create space anywhere. 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 And for it to be your mat is Mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Well, and the difference, you know, I would say as far as yoga and and other fitness, Mm -hmm. you know, I was drawn to yoga because it does give you a space. um, All of them are important. All fitness things are important. I mean, movement in general is important. But yoga for me has... It's like you have no distraction. It's just you and your mat, and there's nothing else to really blame or, you know, there's no other person. Really, it's just like whatever's there is there. And so it kind of can't run. So it's hard to stick it out. And a lot of people, you know, you take one class, and then it's like, oh, that was a little bit intense. And, you know, you come back to it as you feel ready. Um, But there's, there's... no running from it. It's like you and yourself and the mirror, and that's it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's really no running from our, ourselves anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, you say, everywhere you go, <laughs> yeah, there, there you, you are, are right? Yeah, so, um, I also want to allow you, have this time to 
for you to share a letter um, for one of our young ladies from our program, um, Fit to Navigate Inside. It's known as Mind Body Gym, and Laura is an amazing person. And if you don't mind just reading this sure. for us. I would be honored to read it. Um, okay, it says, To all past and present residents of Dayton, as I have been privileged with an opportunity to mature, the gravity of my actions has grown exponentially. This is my apology to the city I called home. My heart is heavy with a guilt for my youth. I am sorry for the pain, fear, and damage I caused my hometown residents. Looking back, I see myself as the dysfunctional, abused, insecure, ignorant child. Although this is no excuse, I saw no future. I based my life off of my emotions. There, the future, never foreseen, didn't exist. I recognize the countless dollars spent to capture, prosecute, and incarcerate me for my senseless crimes. I am sorry. I see clearly the damage to Montgomery County's reputation helped along by my violence. I feel a sense of shame every time I recall being part of the problem. I am sorry for hurting what was my community and sowing seeds of suspicion and fright that would surround the youth teenagers growing innocently in the time period. I am painfully aware that there were choices I could have made preventing the loss of innocent people as well as damage to property and spirit. I altered countless lives and for that I am sorry. Today I live to educate as much as possible any young woman whom I come to in contact with about our interconnect interconnectedness and how I've learned that it's impossible to harm another without harming yourself. If I hurt one person, I hurt everyone, including myself. Again, I am sorry. I wish you peace and abundance, Dayton. Sincerely, remorseful. Wow. That was super powerful. That was powerful. Um, yeah, and it just goes to show, I mean, there's so much humanness in there. Um, you know, because we all have done something that, you know, could have seen, could have been seen as, you know, harmful to our community or yeah, to ourselves and our communities. Um, and, you know, to acknowledge that and to also, um, you know, hold, hold herself accountable, but also, I, you know, I hope she realizes that she's, you know, connected to all of us, and she's not alone in this. Yeah. I don't know, I kind of got a little teary-eyed reading it, because I, you know, that, you know, even in the act that I did, you know, mm-hmm. forgiving myself, um, you know, we're all here to experience life and we're here to love each other and to love ourselves. And I don't know, I just, I'm sending love to her. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I'm sure she receives it. I mean, it is quite the journey to realize that mass incarceration for women is happening five times the rate for men. But majority of our women are in there from social, from sexual and emotional trauma. They're victims themselves. Mm-hmm. And like you say, we're all human and we have to humanize um, ourselves. And when we are dealing with others and having empathy and compassion. Yeah. And 
um, like you said, it's a journey. It's a it's a ever it's life experience, part of life experiences. Yeah. But I think what really connects us is us sitting down and sharing our stories and sharing her story and just being vulnerable. Yeah. The vulnerability piece is missing. Mm-hmm. So I really thank you for sharing your story. Um, You're welcome. Thank you for asking me to be here. I really appreciate it. Um, to leave on, I mean, because I feel like we're like vibrating right now. And to leave on a, on a note of what sets your soul on fire. Can you tell us that? Can you share that? You know, I'm still um, discovering that because uh, I, I yearn for more joy in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a hard worker, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> probably a workaholic in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... You know, yoga helps me to remember to have more fun, to play more. Okay. And my children do as well. Um, but today, right in this moment, what sets my soul on fire is um, is music, mm. is dance. Um, so I want to do more of that in my life. I want to turn up the radio and sing. Yeah. And dance like nobody's watching? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, That's and encourage awesome. others too as well. And in this community, replenished in the yoga cares, as we can hear the kids. I mean, I think it's beautiful just to hear the sound of kids playing mm-hmm. upstairs. Yeah, it's They're been a free. blessing. Yeah, it's been a blessing to have them on site. Um, there are children. You know, um, we have our own preschool program here, and uh, it was created because we needed it. <laughs> Deja and I both had children mm-hmm. at the same time, but we were like, you know we're mothers you know we don't need to just compartmentalize ourselves like this is a part of who we are um we're business owners so let's create it as part of the business and you know it's actually teaching other women to honor that for their own lives too and in our studio it's like we're not going to a mountaintop to be in isolation you know we don't have that ability always so how can you find you know peace in everyday life and what we're doing right now and sometimes that means that you have the sound of running feet upstairs or you know a cry or a laugh but it also helps us to remember that that's life and and to honor that that um you know a lot of adults have a hard time you know with laughter you know like bringing (laughs) that back or crying even you know so to to hear it as part of your practice i think is very powerful so we speak to that in our in our classroom and that's life it's life it's life yes how can people find you and take classes? We are at 124 South Washington near the Topiary Park. Um, we're also at the Columbus Museum of Art every Thursday, okay. um, donation classes um, and workshops. So uh, replenishwith.us is our website. Follow us on Instagram at The Yoga Carriage and be replenished. All right. Love you, sis. Love you. Thank you so much for vibing with me today. And um, we look forward to life. Yes. Life. <laughs> Wow, what a second mini-series of Mind, Body, Gym podcasts. As we conclude this podcast, I'll leave you with a quote from our guru. A realized person becomes a worthy instrument of the divine, always serving creation in a loving way. Indeed, this is the real business of life. Every person should use his or her time, talent, skill, and breath as good instruments in self-improvement. Thereby, we become successful.
Thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune in to Mind Body Gym's conversational podcast designed to fund our social enterprise, Fit to Navigate, a wellness project serving people impacted by the criminal justice system. To show your support, check out our website at fittonavigate.com and show love by buying the Love You Give merch, spread love, and get and learn how to get involved. Thank you to the fam, Eric Jefferson, for the artwork, his wife, my songstress sister, Renee Dion, for the tunes, and Natalie McCray Cross for her photography. Health, mindset, fitness, life, inspiration, empowerment, purpose, soul. We do the work, and that's what we're here for. Join us on this journey.